Welcome to Artists at Work, stories from people who make the arts their business. I'm Thomas Breeden. Preston Lane is the founding artistic director of Triad Stage, a regional theater in Greensboro, North Carolina. Lane's job revolves around the center of the organizations and artists we'll be exploring in this show, that is, the artwork. At Triad Stage, he is responsible, along with founding managing director Rich Whittington, for guiding Triad Stage's mission, programming, and operations to create a community-responsive theater in Greensboro. I'm the founding artistic director, and uh, I, I'm very specific about using that term founding artistic director because I think I'm still founding the theater. It's still a work in process. Uh, it's not as if I started the theater and now I have this other job. Every day, I'm, I'm working on creating the theater that I, that I work in creating a theater that, that responds to our community, that exists within our community, that is in communication with our community. So what does it take to start a theater from scratch, especially when the community was so used to particular genres of productions from their community theaters? The story of Triad Stage begins in the late 1990s when Preston Lane met Rich Whittington. I had been at the Yale School of Drama and was working at a, a summer theater at Yale called the Summer Cabaret, and was really engaged with the idea of how a theater can exist within a community and how uh, the regional theater model, which started sort of around the, the mid-century, 20th century, was a really bold dream of how we could create cultural capitals all across America. But there were a lot of problems with the regional theater model. So I knew that I... I wanted to work in the regional theater, and I had sort of two choices. I could go within an existing institution and try to make changes, or I could start something new and fresh. And I was younger and had more energy. And so when uh, I met Rich Whittington, we decided that we were going to try something that hadn't been done in a long time, which is creating a regional theater uh, at the level that we did in the uh, late 1990s and early 2000s. We came to Greensboro and no one knew who we were or what we were going to do. We said we wanted to have a theater. And if you say theater, everyone has their own idea of what theater should be. Uh, we chose a season that was sort of um, to exist outside of the typical offerings that were available in Greensboro at the time. We wanted to do, um, in response to the conversations we were having with people, we wanted to do sort of challenging, provocative work. And we announced that season uh, suddenly last summer by Tennessee Williams, Crumbs from the Table of Joy by Lynn Nottage, uh, a Baby with the Bathwater by Christopher Durang, uh, an adaptation of Miss Julie set in North Carolina called Julie's Dance, and then uh, Charles Ludlum's great comedy, Mystery of Irma Fett. We announced that season uh, before September 11, 2001. And uh, that event, which changed the entire mood of the country, uh, uh, probably, in hindsight, we maybe should have picked a different season. But um, we were too far along the way. And uh, we went with that season. It was a little out of step with the zeitgeist of the country at the time. And, um, but it was a, a really sort of essential moment for us. We had a choice. A lot of people loved the work, and a lot of people didn't love the work. Now, had we done a season of My Fair Lady, Hello, Dolly, uh, uh, The Music Man, and I don't know, uh, The Fantastics, a lot of people would have loved the work, and a lot of people would not have loved the work. The one thing you know about theater is that uh, uh, everyone has an opinion, and every play will prove controversial in some way. So um, we looked at the people who stayed, and we said we could either chase after the people who are leaving, or we could find more people like the people who are staying. And that's how we began to build an audience. Uh, uh, and 
we've been really working hard on that, on developing an audience that is interested in the work we're doing and wants to be engaged in the conversation we want to be having. From those beginnings that easily could have been tumultuous for a fledgling theater company, Lane and Whittington held to their artistic vision of what they wanted Triad Stage to be for Greensboro. Today, that focus has paid off and continues through their programming process. I live in this community, and, and I'm very proud to be a part of this community and to, uh, uh, to be open with uh, the community. So I meet people in the grocery store. I meet them at the gas station. I meet them walking on the street. People talk to me about plays. They talk to me about issues in the community. I uh, uh, engage uh, with organizations throughout town who are engaged with the issues of the community. Uh, I stand at the door frequently every night after a show, and people are you know, coming up to me and talking about the show they just saw, shows they might have seen somewhere else. Uh, I also stay very engaged in um, in what's happening in the American theater and the world theater. Uh, and ultimately, I think what has to guide a theater is that it has to have an artistic voice that is alive and aware and curious in its community. But it also has to be its voice. It can't try to simply um, guess what the public wants. You know, I think there's a, a great theory that someone has been talking about that no one knew they wanted an iPhone until someone gave them an iPhone, right? So if we just sit around and say, well, you know, people want the mousetrap. Um, who knows if people still want the mousetrap? So we've been looking at ways to uh, uh, move the art forward. Preston Lane and Triad Stage have found a perfect balance of moving the art forward while maintaining connections to the current political and cultural zeitgeist of their neighbors. They have a finger on the pulse of Greensboro and produce plays that both mirror and challenge the work that their patrons want to see. When selecting programming each year, though, Lane also has to consider a few other factors. It's a very, very uh, complicated process that involves a lot of numbers, a lot of money issues, a lot of budget questions, uh, uh, how many actors we can have, how many apartments we have, how many people we can bring from out of town, the stories we want to tell. Um, we try to create a balance of a season. In fact, in many ways, we're moving more and more away from the idea of a season. Seasons were kind of uh, uh, a thing that existed sort of with those uh, original regional theaters because there was a, a book called Subscribe Now. And the idea of Subscribe Now is that regional theaters were going to uh, exist because of subscriptions. We would sell a season ticket and people would uh, uh, commit to an entire season. Um, your generation does it by season passes. You know, you buy tickets within 48 hours of the event. And so uh, we're actually moving more and more away from the idea of a season and more uh, talking about the individual project itself. But I think either way, if we're talking about a season or we're talking about individual projects, we also are guided by our core values, what we want to talk about, what we want to say, the conversation that we think is important. So uh, uh, my advice to artistic leaders is always, do the work you believe in. So if the world of theater production is always changing, how does Lane suggest saying responsive and successful? You have to be passionate about it. You have to really believe it's not a job, it's a life. You know, it's, it's, um, you have to be engaged so deeply with making an organization work. It's not easy. It's hard to make art in this country. This country makes it very hard to make art. And so you have to really be passionate and determined and stubborn 
and uh, never take no for an answer and uh, always push a little bit harder. Uh, and you have to believe in something. You know, if, um, if you just do it because it's fun, you're going to be deeply disappointed. You have, to, you have to do it because it's the only thing you can do. If you want to start a theater, you know, I think many people told me when I said I want to start a, people, a theater, people said, no, don't do it. And in some ways I say that, don't do it. Uh, it's a, a crazy idea. But if you're going to do it, you, you have to have a vision of the future. Um, you can't just do what was done in the past. You have to, you have to be creative. A lot of theaters now uh, are rejecting the idea of a physical building. Uh, so if I was going to start a theater today, I probably wouldn't have this building. I probably wouldn't um, have a season. I probably would do things radically different. Uh, so I hope there's a young arts administrator out there who's hearing this and is like, hey, maybe that's an idea. Maybe I'll go do that. Thanks for listening to Artists at Work, a podcast from Artstitution. This episode was written and produced by me, Thomas Breeden, with special thanks to my guest, Preston Lane, and to the staff at Triad Stage. Additional production work for this episode came from Kaylee Campbell and Meredith Mank. Please share your thoughts on the show with us by rating and reviewing on Apple Podcasts and by sharing this episode with a friend who you think will like it. We're also on social media at Artstitution. That's A-R-T-S-T-I-T-U-T-I-O-N. We're dedicated to building the arts through storytelling. Learn more at artstitution.org.